Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to another episode of Notes from Norhida as podcast. Thank you so much for wanting to tune in to today's episode. And Alhamdulillah, this is the very first episode of the year and I hope that we can continue on this journey towards, you know, inspiring, supporting, motivating one another towards goodness inshallah and most importantly, me all that we do brings us back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah so as for today's episode or today's topic we are looking at getting things done when we don't feel like it and it's interesting that you have you know some form of interest into today's episode okay i'm not sure because you have been listening to the podcast or this topic is something that is very much relatable to you but you know, inshallah, we are here to learn, okay? And today, I'd like to share with you, inshallah, some insights, some hopefully inspirations, as well as some tips that can help you with this. Because sometimes, you know, we find ourselves in a situation where we are so pumped up, we are so motivated and inspired, and we feel like, you know, we can take over the world. But to be realistic, there are days where we don't feel motivated at all. There are days where... We feel like we really don't want to do anything despite knowing the importance of what we do, right? But, you know, this is where today's episode comes in and I hope that it will be something that is of benefit to you, inshallah. And also on that note, this is actually something that I struggled with throughout, you know, the course of these few weeks into the year. And this is just really speaking from a point of personal experience because I found myself or I kind of programmed myself towards the end of the year to just slow down, take things one at a time and sometimes when you slow down a little too much that is where you struggle to get back on momentum again and of course it's not easy to pick back up, it's not easy to go back to you know the consistency the momentum that you had before you slowed down because in slowing down you're just slowing down every single part of your body including your thoughts and including you know the activities that you do so inshallah in today's episode I'm, i want to share with you all some tips that has personally helped me and has slowly brought me from that place of slowing down to a place of moving, doing, getting things done, but also at the same time, taking one thing at a time. You know, I'm not planning to rush into things. I'm not planning to go, you know, full full on speed because at the end of the day, we don't want to do things, you know, too much to the extent that at the end of the day, we suffer with burnout or we suffer with something which is much more greater than that, that will you know, eventually perhaps put us in a rut and we will struggle to get out of there to continue to do what we do, okay? Now, let me first share with you a hadith of the Prophet wasallam that is a huge motivation for me when it comes to getting things done, when it comes to consistency, when it comes to, you know, motivation, excitement, enthusiasm to do the work that we do. And this is actually a hadith that came from Jami At-Tirmidhi and it is graded as Hassan and it was narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu an, alright? Where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions in this hadith, he says, Inna likulli shay'in shirra, wa likulli shirra 
fatra fa in kana sahibaha saddada wa qaraba farujuhu wa in ushira ilayhi bil asabi' fala ta'udduhu so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions here which translates to indeed for everything there is a zeal and for every zeal there is a slackening so if it's practitioner behaves properly and is moderate then hope for him for success but if the fingers are pointed to him then do not count him among the worthy so with regards to today's topic we want to focus on the very first portion of the hadith whereby the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions that for every single thing there is its peak and for every peak there will be its slackening so what does it mean it means that you know in anything that we do you know if you got to our enthusiasm our motivation basically just you know being the human beings that we are we will have our high tides and we will have our low tides we will have days where we are super excited super motivated as i mentioned earlier we can take over the world which feels like it right but there are days where it is the opposite is on the flip side where we just go super demotivated we just go to that you know very bottomless pit of our inspiration and we don't feel like doing anything and you know based on this hadith the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam we can understand that this is natural you know this is part of being human and it's okay that there are times where you feel at your highest and there are days where you feel like you know you you are at your lowest and it's just normal you know it's not that we have to continuously feel at our highest at every single moment of our lives nor should it happen the other way around right but amongst the other things that we can learn from this hadith of prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that number 1 we are encouraged to make use of our high tides to make use of our high times because we understand that you know we will eventually slow down we will eventually reach you know those days that we feel demotivated so as much as we are still motivated we are still enthusiastic our energy is at our highest we want to aim to do as much as we can as much as possible so basically seizing that particular peak period so which is why the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions that indeed for everything there is a zeal for every single thing there is a peak period so whenever the peak period comes you no know, we try our best inshallah but also on the flip side we learn that there is you know these things called the low moments so during these low tides you know it is very normal for us to experience those things but through this hadith of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it teaches us that these low moments these low tides they are not forever and we will eventually rise again we will eventually pick back up on our momentum we will eventually you know increase in our inspiration in our energy in our motivation so i personally feel that you know this portion of the hadith number 1 you know it really teaches us to be super optimistic um in terms of you know during our low times but also at the same time you know as we are facing those high tides the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaches us to be equally realistic and not to be you know um overconfident of ourselves so you know this is where 
today's episode comes in okay after understanding that these are all you know part of being human and these are some of the motivations that has been provided by the prophet i hope that it has helped us to frame you know the way we see today's topic understanding that yes sometimes i struggle with getting things done because i don't feel like it but you know, on days where I feel like it, I really want to do my best. But on days where I don't feel like it, there are, you know, some tips, some suggestions, some ways that we are able to maneuver through these episodes, inshallah. Alright, so I'm going to share with you five things, inshallah. These are the five, th- five things that I have personally practiced and these are the five things that works for me. So perhaps you might want to give it a try. Perhaps this is something that can work for you as well. Perhaps maybe not all of it. Maybe one of it. Maybe two of it. But you know, at the end of the day, we want to put in the effort and we want to try to, you know, explore and be open to, you know, different means to help us or help ourselves, inshallah. So the very first tip or the very first point is for us to really put away our distractions because sometimes when we want to get things done, we tend to get distracted and a lot of times these distractions are far more entertaining than the work that we want to get done. Does it make sense? So it could be your phone or maybe if you are you know, super into reading and the plot is so good but you need to get your work done. So you know, Try to identify what your distractions are and try to put it away as far away from you as possible. If you are able to turn it off, you turn it off. If you are able to, you know, store it away in your, I don't know, cupboard, drawer, locker and all of those things, then you do it. Because sometimes it's easier for us to, you know, get bored in doing the work that we do and we want to reach out to something that is far more exciting right so putting away distractions really help and this is in the case in which you do not need for example your devices or your phones or regards to the work that you do but if you need to um what do you call it but, but if you need to use such devices then try to find means in which that you are able to just focus on doing the work on your phone or on your device instead of surfing something else or turning to other apps inshallah so for myself um when i don't need the phone when i'm doing the work then i will just switch it off and just put it aside or, or sometimes I, I don't really put it in a cupboard or something i just put it behind my computer or behind my laptop because the moment it's out of sight it's it's out of mind for me so do what works for you inshallah but there are days where i need to use my phone for the work that i do then i will just focus on that particular task before i you know bring myself to another app or another activity so that's the very first one the second one is for us to break it down one task at a time, one thing at a time. Because sometimes we are, you know, placed in a moment where we feel overwhelmed with a lot of things to do and maybe a task that is given to us is very big or the assignment that is given is so huge that we feel that we don't know where to start. We feel that there's so much to do and we end up feeling intimidated to do the work so breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces will help inshallah yes of course it is important for us to always look at the horizon look at the bigger picture of things but sometimes those things might intimidate us sometimes when we are 
too focused on the bigger picture we tend to overlook, you know, the very important things right in front of our eyes. So break it down, you know, it really, really helps. And this ties together with the next point, i.e. to have a to-do list. So instead of just, you know, writing on your to-do list, okay, complete assignment A. You know, it's going to be a lot of things under assignment A, right? So you break it down. Okay, complete assignment A, chapter 1, for example, chapter 1.1, chapter 1.2. Or if, you know, it is other things, you know, that you can break it down, then you break it down and you put it in your list. So having that list will help you to see things in a more bite-sized manner. And with a to-do list as well, you are able to check off the things that you are done doing. Okay, but one unhealthy habit that usually kicks in when we have our to-do list is that we tend to focus a lot more on the things that are not done rather than the things that we have checked off. So we are always, you know, heading towards, okay, I want to complete this to-do list. But really, the whole point of the to-do list is for us to check things off and it is for us to reward, you know, our small wins, our every win, our every achievement for ticking things off our list. So instead of focusing on okay, you know, I, I have 10 things to do, I'm done with 3, I have 7 more to go, perhaps you might want to change your perspective and tell yourself, okay, out of the 10 things, I'm done with 3 and Alhamdulillah, I managed to do 3. So you ensure that the things that you have completed, in this example, the 3 things that you have completed, become your motivation for the next 7. Tell yourself, you know, I started with not completing anything, but then I ticked off the first task. You know, it makes me feel good. I ticked off the second, I ticked off the third. And if I'm able to settle three, inshallah, I'm able to settle three more, three more until I'm done with that. Okay? And it is important for us to also reward ourselves in the process because, you know, as human beings, we are reward-driven and we are super, super duper motivated when we are rewarded, right? So maybe reward yourself with something that is beneficial. Reward yourself with, for example, if you like um, snacking, right? During your work. And sometimes we find ourselves snacking more than doing the work. So maybe snacking could be the reward, right? So totally up to you. Do what works for you. But yeah, just... Take note of that point, okay? To reward yourself for every single thing that you have checked off your to-do list, inshallah. And also on that note, in doing our to-do list, we are actually, you know, decluttering our mind. Because sometimes we feel that there are so many things to do that it declutters our mind, that it's, you know, very messy in our mind, that we do not see the light at the end of the tunnel. We do not see how we are able to maneuver through our thoughts. So when we write things down, naturally, you know, our mind tells us that, oh, okay, it is, it is taken care of. We will not forget about it because it's written somewhere. And in this case, it is the to-do list, okay? So that's number three. Point number four or suggestion number four is to see how your work makes other things possible or to see how your work affects or touches the lives of others. So this is where we go back to our why. We go back to our purpose as to why we are doing the work that we do. Sometimes it can get lonely. Sometimes it can get very tiring. Sometimes, you know, it can get very, very, very mundane. But when we take a step back and try to see, okay, if I get this job done or this task done, the next colleague or the next group member is able to do their task because they are dependent on, 
you know, my part of the work. Or if that is not the case, then try to see how your work affects the lives of people or touches the lives of people. You could be, you know, doing content for people. You could be doing something that would benefit other people. So try to see, you know, how this comes in play and inshallah, you'll be motivated. And maybe... For some of you, you might have, you know, received some form of positive feedback or some form of, you know, positive affirmations about, you know, people telling you, thank you for doing this. You know, it has motivated me. Thank you for uh, inspiring me in the work that you do. Thank you for doing, you know, the thing that you do, keep doing with what you're doing and all of those things, right? I would like you to also take those, you know, very nice and positive comments to be your source of motivation as well. Because you know that, you know, although you feel that, you know, you're not sure whether your work is going to benefit or touch the lives of people out there, but when there's this, you know, one, two feedbacks, positive feedbacks that come at us, we take it as a point of motivation and we continuously go back to that. Because as human beings, we feel good when we know that our work is benefited by other people that it affects the life of other people which is why this is a very 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 personally a very very strong motivation for me and um, I hope that you can try to find a means for you to see how the work that you do affects the life of others unnecessarily for it to you know positively affect people directly it could also be indirectly as well and you can tell yourself you know if i don't do this then this particular matter won't reach the person and this person won't be able to perhaps you know indulge or be happier in their lives with the matter at hand okay so it's very um unique for each and every one of us but we try to see how we are able to look at the work that we do from that perspective inshallah and tip number five, last but not least, is very, very important. Something that I have learned a lot in 2020. Something that I have learned a lot during my slowdown times. And something that I have been still trying to learn more about is on rest and taking breaks. So point number five if to, is to give yourself the permission to take breaks. Give yourself the permission to rest. Sometimes when we have so many things to do, we feel that we do not deserve a break. We feel that, okay, I need to get all, all these 10 things done because, you know, this is my job. This is what I have to do. And I will, I'm not entitled to rest until I'm done with all 10. But that's not how it's supposed to work. We have to give ourselves permission. We have to tell ourselves, it's okay, Hidayah, you can take a break now. Take a 5-minute break. Take a 10-minute break. Take realistic breaks, right? Perhaps you might want to go for a stretch or you might want to do a different activity so that you are able to break away from that, you know, cycle of mundaneness. Is that such a word, such a word as mundaneness? That cycle of, um, you know, just focus on that particular work. You know, sometimes it can get very tiring. So you break that cycle, you do some simple activity or some small activity, and then you will, you will see that you are a little bit more pumped up when you come back to the task at hand, all right? So, yeah. So the point here is to not, 
give yourself break or rest. But the point here is to give yourself permission to take the break or rest. Because sometimes we think that we are taking breaks. Sometimes we think that we are resting. But our mind is still focused or fixated on the job at hand. And we are still stressing about it. Because we are not giving ourselves permission. And we feel like, you know, we should not be resting or taking breaks in the first place. But then again, we should, you know, reward ourselves with this you know, rest and breaks because we are able to fuel ourselves to function better and, you know, we are very much deserving of it for the hours that we have put in to settle the other work prior to the break or prior to the rest. So perhaps, you know, in your timetable or in your schedule, you might want to, you know, add on, you know, purposefully, mindfully, a slot where you're able to just go for a breather, take some fresh air maybe, with your mask of course, with the whole situation that is happening right now, or just, you know, lie down for a bit, or just get a cup of, you know, tea, coffee, water, go for a stretch, get some sunlight, and then you go back to your work. Inshallah, it's going to help, because it has personally helped me, and I hope that you can you know, be open to try some of the tips that I've shared today so that you are able to get things done, especially on days where you don't feel like it. And on those days, I really, really understand that sometimes you really don't want to do anything at all. But, you know, this is where we try to go down the list of the suggestions that I've shared earlier and remind ourselves of the hadith of Prophet that I have shared as well. Okay? And yeah, also on that note, if you find yourself, you know, constantly in a rut, constantly unmotivated every single day and it gets worse, you know, there could be a possibility that we might need some form of professional help and, you know, this is where it is important for us to reach out if we need to and if we do not have the courage to reach out on our own, then try to find somebody who you trust to help you reach out for the right channels, inshallah, because that is very important because at the end of the day, we want to move forward, we want to be better and we want to ensure that when you have some things to do, we want to get it done, inshallah, okay? Because we are not guaranteed for tomorrow. And if we were to push things to tomorrow, then, you know, we are not guaranteed, right? And how are we able to be sure that we will get it done tomorrow, okay? So, yeah, that is all for today's episode. I hope that it has been it has been of benefit to you inshallah i hope that you will try out these five tips if not all maybe some whatever that works for you but i really really hope that you know even if you don't feel like doing it i hope that you are able to find some form of inspiration and motivation to keep on going and remember that you deserve breaks and rest as well in the process inshallah all right so thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this very first episode of the year um, personally, I am still picking back up my momentum on this, trying to work with these five suggestions and five tips, trying to improve myself. So I really hope that if you are tuning in up to this very minute, please make prayers for me. And of course, I will make lots and lots and lots of secret prayers for all of you as always, inshallah. Alright, take care everyone. And I hope for you to tune in into the next one. Assalamualaikum. Thank you.